Riddle Me That is brought to you by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Use creation tools right from your phone and your computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And it's free. And now, your host, Alex Riddle. Riddle, 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 Riddle. What is up, everybody? You're tuning in to the Riddle Me That podcast with your host, Alex Riddle. On today's episode, we're going to be diving into the NFL draft as it starts tonight. The long-awaited draft, finally here. Who's going in which spot? Lots to discuss there. We're also going to be talking some NBA. The Bulls are not back. I repeat, the Bulls are not back. They suck. It's officially a dumpster fire. Levine being out the last two weeks. The season's over. Season's a wrap. Getting blown up by the Knicks last night. Lots to discuss on how the Bulls are going to suck for the next 20 years. We're also going to talk White Sox baseball. Is La Russa, is he still drinking? Because if he is, it's showing. He's made some weird managerial decisions this week, costing the Sox some ball games. So we're going to dive in to, to see if La Russa down the stretch will be a problem for the Chicago White Sox. Let's got let's get on into it, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to talk some NFL draft. It's finally here. Draft. I've never been one to really, you know, like one week out be like, oh, I can't wait for the draft, you know. And it's not like this year, it's a loaded draft, but it's not like I'm like, you know, doing it this year where I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the draft. I'm but I am I am excited. I this is something where, you know, last year's NFL draft was so weird with, you know, COVID just starting to be a thing. So people were wondering, like, will this draft even happen? This year, you know, I'm sure it'll have similar COVID vibes. We're so used to COVID at this point, and it's on the way down that, you know, it's going to be a way better draft this year. And actually, it's going to be a way more loaded draft than last year. You know, I love... The quarterbacks being drafted in this draft. You know, there's been lots of debate on, you know, who's going where. There's been lots of, you know, discussion. I mean, no one really knows which quarterbacks are going where, besides the fact that Trevor Lawrence is going number one to the Jaguars and Zach Wilson's going to the Jets. That's that's gonna happen. Those two are gonna happen. Then things get, you know, a little dicey after that. Alright, so right now. Mac Jones is projected to go number three. Um, two, what team is he going to? The San Francisco 49ers. So, like, if you guys remember, the Niners traded up to get to the number three pick, you know, with the Miami Dolphins, um, as the Dolphins don't need a quarterback. Uh, but it's weird because Mac Jones, some people are like, yeah, he's going third round. And you know what? The first time I heard of Mac Jones, well, not that I heard of him, but, like, where his draft stack was, was, yeah, yeah, I heard he was going, like, you know, like, 15th or something, or, like, later. And now he's like, oh, yeah, he's going third. So I don't know where, you know, I I don't know how good this guy actually is. I mean, I always thought he was pretty good in college, but then again, you know, it's Bama. So, you know, you, you don't hear of a ton of, like, superior Bama quarterbacks going to the NFL because they have so much good personnel around them in college that, you know what, they're they're golden in college, but then get to the NFL, they're not 
you know, they don't have the exact same superstars on their teams, you know, so they have to grind more, which can be a problem. I don't know. This is my biggest thing in the draft here. So if Matt Jones is going third, then right now, Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida, he's going fourth to the Falcons. No doubt in my mind, he's going there. Jamar Chase, best wide receiver in the game. Uh, he's going fifth to the Bengals, so that's going to be a sexy combo. You know, he went to LSU, same with Joe Burrow, who's coming back from those gruesome injuries last year, so that's going to be a sexy combo right there. Um, but here's here's my thing. Why is Justin Fields being like downgraded? Everyone's shitting on Justin Fields. I don't. I don't see where that's coming from. If I, I mean, he could go number one, in my opinion. I'm not saying I would take Trevor Lawrence first, but, I mean, I wouldn't say I would take him over Trevor Lawrence. I love Trevor Lawrence. I think he's a beast. But you could make the argument that Justin Fields is the most skilled quarterback in this year's draft. And right now, I'm looking at a draft here on CBS, a mock draft. He's projected to go eighth to the Patriots. That's a steal. If the Patriots snag... Justin Fields, oh, man. I mean, what is the league doing? The league is rigged. I mean, unbelievable. You're going to give Justin Fields an, an elite talent to an elite franchise? Just what they need, you know, a new start. Get, I mean, they have Cam doing for another year, but get Cam out of here. I mean, you're telling me that Fields is going eighth? I mean, I even heard that Fields was going later. Like, oh, yeah, he's dropping. Like, you know, someone was telling me that you know, he's not a great guy in the locker room or, you know, he – He's played the race card before. I've never heard of that. I've never, you know, I don't know if that's true. But if he did, I mean, I'm taking my chances with him. I, I've seen nothing but good things from this guy. Teammates seem to like him. Again, I'm not in the house at locker room. I don't know what's going on in there. But what I know is, is that he's, you know, he was an elite quarterback in college. And he has a skill set to be an elite quarterback in the NFL. Another quarterback I really like here. Uh, what's his name? He's from South. Oh, from North Dakota. Trey Lance. Trey Lance is a baller. I see him right now projected 14th to the Redskins. If they got him, another steal. I was, you know, thinking that maybe, you know, either Trey Lance or Fields would go third as opposed to Mac Jones. But I guess is Mac Jones just set on going to the Niners? Is that like a done deal? I mean, he's heavily favored to go third. Um, if I were If I were the Niners, I'd be taking Fields or Trey Lance. No doubt about it. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't. Um, Mac Jones, you know, as a pocket passer like that, it's he's just he's not like like wait, it, is 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 he going to be like the next Tom Brady? I mean, Tom Brady's the only real, you know, besides Aaron Rodgers, you know, true pocket passer right now that I'm like, wow, like I would take him even if they can't run super well. Because right now the game of the quarterback is changing. You know, the Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Mahomes, everyone can run. And gunsling. So Justin Fields and Trey Lance fit that persona. Um, so we'll see if they go third. I don't know. You know, for me, I'm not like you know, I'm not a super like I I'm not a guy that's just, oh like, I know everything about the draft. I really don't. I'm still learning. I mean, I know a lot about football, but with drafts, I'm not sure exactly, you know, once you know if, if these analysts are spot on. So we'll see. You know, if that's why I'm excited. You know, there's a good four or five quarterbacks in this draft where I'm not sure exactly where they're going to go. So that's going to be cool, you know, as opposed to just for 100% certain, we just know, okay, there's two good quarterbacks. They're going here, here, and everybody else is a crapshoot. 
No, it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of big boys uh, going this going this year. You get Devonta Smith projected at 12 uh, to the Eagles. Oh, man, that's a steal. I love Devonta Smith. I was just, you know, people are saying, oh, he, he may be too short. So I felt, no, this guy's a stud. If he's healthy, man, that guy's going to be a dog. He's been proving people wrong his entire career. He's one of those guys, you know, not highly recruited originally, and then, you know, gets on the map, obviously goes to Bama, but you know, people didn't think he'd be that guy, and he is that guy. And so you have Jalen Waddle as well, that's probably going to get drafted before him. But he's, you know, he's, he's being undervalued again, which is just fits into, he loves it. He This is just what he wants to be, you know, down or downgraded in the draft. All the motivation he needs. Now, the big thing is here, who are the Bears going to get right now? Projected O-line, Christian Derisaw from Virginia Tech. That's what I'm looking at on CBS here. I'm sure it's different on a lot of uh, mock drafts, but this is what I'm seeing here. I've never heard of Christian Derisaw. It's a classic Bears pick. You know, Bears get the 20th pick in the draft. Think about that. They were so bad last year. They somehow make the playoffs. Totally screw themselves up out of getting at least someone decent. And now they're stuck at the end of the I mean, yeah, they need an O-line, but... Oh, man, the Bears, they are so screwed. They're just going to have another awful season, you know, riding out Andy Dalton to the sunset. It's going to be just a gross year for Bears fans once again. But, you know what? Maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe they'll somehow trade up. I don't know how they do it, but, you know, you trade a little Mac if you have to. I'm I'm down with that. At this point, I forgot Mac was on the team last year. He can't even do anything. It doesn't even matter because the Bears suck. But the draft's not about the Bears. It's about the big dogs. I'm excited to see where the boys go. Let's get it going. Let's get some NFL draft going. Can't wait to see where the boys land. So I want to talk some Bulls. I mean, I really don't want to talk Bulls. They're so hard to watch these days. I mean, the other night they were playing the Knicks. Uh, and, you know, it's a it's a must win for the Bulls at this point. You know, they're, they're a, a game or two behind the Wizards who are just smoking hot right now. You know, they're a totally different team than what they were earlier this year. It's a good thing they are. I mean, if you have Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, you should be in a 10-team format in the playoffs. But the Bulls, you know, they're down by one going into the fourth quarter. I'm like, eh, I'm like, do I turn the game on? I'm at that point now where I'm just like, I might, like, earlier this season, it was like, oh, the Bulls are on. We're watching. Now it's like, oh, I barely know they're on, and I hope I don't know they're on. And so, yeah, I flipped the channel to it. I mean, an immediate just... 9-0 run by the Knicks. Bulls look like trash. They're sloping around. Bulls lose by 20. You know, just like that. I'm like, why do I even... I mean, I barely... I watched like five minutes of it, if that. But it was like, what am I... Why do I even bother? I mean, they just have been letting us all down. And it's just... You know, Levine not extent, getting his contract extension. You know, he's opting out. He's going to be a free agent. You know, he's been out for the last two weeks. Probably just partying it up COVID style. Oh, man. I mean, it's just... It's a hard ending to this... To this season where it's like yeah, we had so much promise. I I blame DraftKings. DraftKings gave a boost for the Bulls to make the playoffs right when they got Vucevic. I knew right then that the Bulls were screwed. So every time the DraftKings makes like a futures boost, never works out well, as far as I've known. So I've known for a while the Bulls are screwed, but I mean it's just it's sad. It's like wow, like we have Vucevic till twenty twenty three, and we just you know. Who knows what the future of this team's gonna be like? I mean, who wants to come play for the Bulls? I mean, they're they have just, you know, a big letdown the second half of the season. You know, it all started they had a hot streak going a few weeks back earlier this month. Uh 
And that one game against the Atlanta Hawks where Levine goes for 50, Bulls blow it. Ever since then, it has been the same. It's almost like just like they gave up after that. Because then they continue to lose to the worst teams in the league, like the Timberwolves, the Magic. It wasn't like they just lost. Like They got like beat down. I'm like, wow, like this is like... I did not see this coming. And the Bulls, you know, I've talked about before, though. You know what? I'm happy Levine is probably going to leave. He's a great player, superstar level. But, I mean, he does not seem like a great leader in the locker room. I talk about it all the time. You know, he wants to get his, and that's fine. But when you have that attitude, you know, he can see him open on the floor. He's getting mad at everybody all the time. He's sulking around. Like, people see that. You know what? Players don't really care. Like, you know, everyone's trying to make it in the league. And when you see, like, your best player, you said that type of example, it's like, yeah, get him out of here. I don't want a guy that, you know, give me someone like Russell Westbrook where you see him get into it with his players. And, you know, they work for him. They are working their ass off. And you, it, it's paying off right now in D.C. The Wizards are playing at a very high level. I don't want to play the Wizards in the playoffs. I mean, they're going to march into that playing tournament, and, they're, and they should come out of it. I expect the Wizards to make a run in this playoffs. And you know what? They might, you know, win a playing tournament and then lose first round to the Bucks or the Sixers, but they're going to be competitive. And they're, you know, they're playing, they're one of the hottest. They've won 12 out of 13 games right now in the NBA. They're only six games under 500. To put that in perspective, they were almost 20 games under 500 not too long ago. So they have been busting their ass. And, and you know, finally they're making it work. You know, it shows that sometimes how long it takes for a team to gel. And obviously it took this team a while to figure it out, but with Beal, Westbrook, you got Alex Len swatting down. Well, that is a dangerous, dangerous team. And they got a team that plays defense. They look, I watched the game against the Lakers last night, and they were just dominating the Lakers with Anthony Davis back on the floor. They were just playing good D. They were just, you know, moving the ball around. It was awesome to see. And I'm like, all right, Wiz, like I see you. They they looked as best as they've been since they had Paul Pierce, but they were actually pretty solid. They had Paul Pierce in their team. Uh, but Wizards are back. Bulls are so far back. I hope the Bulls just keep losing. And you know the, they will because they have such a hard schedule coming up that they're screwed. Bulls are screwed. Uh, but that's good. You know, Hopefully get another seventh pick in the draft. Get another Wendell Carter-ass type draft pick. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, you know, another one of those years for the Bulls. It's sad, but you know what? It's reality at this point. Until the Bulls prove, show us something, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be hard for a while. It's going to be hard to be a fan. Riddle's rant of the week. Bang, bang, what's the My Riddle's rant of the week. I'm just going to get right into it. Tony La Russa and his drunk ass. Okay. Tuesday, the White Sox taking on the Tigers. The Tigers have five errors. One in the first five innings. So they had one per inning through five. Sox are only up 2-0. You know, they can't put up any other runs. Giolito, looking shaky earlier, gets it together. So they're actually up 2-1. Sorry. He, I forgot about Mickey's blast in the first. So it's 2-1. Should be a lot. You know, it should be 6-1. Gets to the... The sixth inning here, and it's like, all right, like, is Julio still going to be? Oh, I'm sorry, seventh inning here. So Julio already threw six, has a pretty high pitch count, about ninety. You you, you think okay, I'll I'll give him a batter or two here, and if he can't get out of it, you know, I'm going to go to my pen, like any normal manager would. 
Julie Doe proceeds to let up multiple hits, you know, two hits in the first two batters. So Wilson Ramos, RBI double, so they're tied now. Over 100 pitches now, about 102, 103 pitches. You know, still haven't taken him out. You're like, all right, well, here comes Nico Goodrum. We all know what he's going to do. Yep, bomb. Two-run homer by Nico Goodrum, taking out all of the air in all of Chicago. And you're like, wow. Quality start gone, RIP, Elsie. Giolito pissed. Sox fans pissed. But no, he's still going to leave Giolito in there for more batters. Ends up throwing you know, 112 pitches. Doesn't even get out of the inning. Uh, has to get you know Matt Foster and the boys to relieve him. Just a terrible, terrible job by Tony La Russa. Leaving, another classic example of him leaving his boys in too long. He's been doing it all season. It's becoming a problem. When a pitcher is you know, showing frustration on the mound, specifically your starting pitcher, it's time to yank him. You know, he's, you know, he's gotten away, you know, scot-free essentially this game. Why bring, We have a good bullpen. Why leave him in for another inning? He wasn't, he wasn't ready. He wasn't feeling it. You know, he even said after the game, you know, he knew he, he didn't have a lot in the tank left. And they were just like, oh, well, I didn't know that. That's my bad. Yeah, it is your bad, dude. It cost us the game. So hopefully this doesn't cost us down the stretch. You know, it's just getting to the point now where it's like, you know, it's beginning of the season. Why are we, like, gassing out all our pitchers? Doesn't make sense. It pissed me off. Pissed everybody off. Let's hope the White Sox can come back today with a doubleheader against the Tigers and take them both because we need it. We need it. Chief or Spotlight of the Week. My G4 spot of the week. I'm taking it to the family. Bill Riddle, ladies and gentlemen. Bill Riddle getting the boys back together. Him and his jazz band performing once again. Tonight, actually, at a bar in Bensonville. I forget the name. Oh, Green Street. Or let's see what it is. I have it right here. Let's see what it is. Green Street. I hope I'm close. Let's see. He is... Oh, okay. Green Street Grill. And Bensonville tonight. So I was right. Green Street. So Bill and the boys getting it back. You know, they've taken a break because of COVID. Uh, it's a kicking jazz band. I'll tell you right now. I, I'm going tonight. You know, I'm going to see it live in action. Get, get some chow going. Maybe a White Sox TV in the background. Who knows? You can't ask for everything. But, you know, don't don't want to push it. But maybe there will be. Uh, but, but that's not the point. It's all about Bill tonight. You know, getting the boys back. He's ready. Boys are back in town. Boys are buzzing. Let's go, Bill. The flick of the week this week. We're taking it to old school classic, Narcos. My boy, LC, started watching it again. He got me back into it. I'm almost done with the first season. Holy shit, I forgot how good it was. I know most of you guys have probably seen Narcos, but it's been a while since you've probably seen the first season. It is probably a top five show, in my opinion, in my lifetime. It is like, it's ruthless. It's fucking ruthless. Nobody is safe. Nobody is safe from Escobar. You forget how ruthless this man is. You go against him, you're dead. No questions asked. You, you, you can't escape. You can't escape Escobar. I know he's a psychopath, but he's a genius. He gets people to do what he wants. I'm not saying I want to be like that, but god damn, what an empire he has. It's, it's so like annoying because you find yourself rooting for Escobar, and you're like, wow, this guy's a psychopath, killing, you know, bombing planes, killing w- women and children. But, I mean... 
the DEA is pretty badass too. And like you, you're like, all right, like you're kind of rooting for everybody. And you know, at some point that Escobar's boys have to go down, but they don't go down, you know, without a fight. And I, there's always more, there's always another cartel. There's always, there's always another killing. So watch, rewatch Narcos or start for the first time. If you haven't seen it, unbelievable series. I'll be done with it by the end of the weekend. My bet of the week this week. I'm taking it to the diamond. Real Daddy has been feeling pretty good lately. He's been, you know, staying disciplined. One bet a day. Won my last three out of five. We're taking it back to the diamond tonight. Texas Rangers plus 100 against the Red Sox. I know what you're thinking. Terrible bet. What am I doing? We got Kyle Gibson on the mound for the Rangers. Had an awesome season so far. Sub 3 ERA. Going against Martin Perez. Sucks. Martin Perez sucks. He gives up bombs. Especially Texas Rangers at home. Pico de Gallo. He hits bombs. Nick Solak. Bombs. And it's plus 100. I actually had a plus 120 last night. No big deal. It's plus 100 now. Great value on the Rangers. I know it's tough picking, you know, teams that are, you know, way worse than their teams statistically. But... I'm going value here. I like the Rangers. I'm I'm not afraid to put the money on it. You know, baseball, NBA, money line, underdogs, they cash. They cash. There's no point on putting money, especially when what, the Red Sox are minus like 120, like terrible odds. We're going Rangers tonight. Book it with Riddle. I got your back. Texas money line. Bang. That's all the time we have today on the Riddle Me That podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Big weekend ahead of us. A lot of baseball being played. It's supposed to be 70 on Saturday. So get outside. Start grilling. Grab some beers. Hang with the boys. Hang with the girls if you can. Hang with some girls. Boys are buzzing. I love all you guys. I, I hope everyone has a great weekend. And I'll see you guys next week. Riddle Daddy. He's out.